You're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a spiritual life and business mentor, helping you create a life of freedom and purpose. On this podcast, we chat all things mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. My job is to teach you how to believe in yourself, connect to yourself spiritually, and go after your big dreams. Girl, let's do the damn thing. This episode is sponsored by Podcorn. I know so many of you are entrepreneurs and have your own podcasts, and I'm always getting asked about monetizing. I've been personally using Podcorn for about a year to find podcast sponsorships that line up with my brand message. It's super easy to use, and there are so many different options available. So if you have a podcast, you're going to find sponsorship opportunities that make sense for your listeners. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host-read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. The Marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. Click the link in my show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities right away. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Canon Confidence Podcast. So, so happy you're here. I am telling kind of a story today, and I really believe that by me telling you this story, which involves me embarrassing myself a little bit... um, And just being really real with you guys and really honest, I hope that it helps you to see things within yourself. And my intention is to help you return to your soul. And we'll dive into what that means. But stay tuned because I really think this episode is going to open your eyes. It sure has been an eye-opening experience for me the past few months, living this out and having these realizations. So here goes. I thought that I knew how to help people become happy because I thought that I was becoming happier. To me, success, wealth, image, status, the way I looked, the way my life appeared was part of happiness. You know, I I thought that that was what I needed. Now, of course, I know deep down and I knew deep down then that happiness doesn't come from these things. We all know that, right? But then there's our ego and our ego is what keeps us seeking, always looking for more, 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 never believing we have enough of whatever it is that we think we need. And so this is the story of how my ego took the wheel of my life and business. And I hope that this helps you identify some ways that the ego is playing its role in your life whether that's looking for more or maybe it's showing itself in a different way. And I hope it helps you to get back to your soul, which is the part of you that knows that happiness is already within you. So for the past year or so, I pretty much about a year ago, I shifted my focus to business coaching, right? I had started out as a confidence coach after I became a certified life coach. And I quickly started attracting clients who wanted help with their online businesses through gaining confidence. And I found I was able to help them not only with mindset, but also with strategy. And this felt very safe to me. 
for several reasons. For one, some of you can relate to that nagging feeling that you should use what you went to school for, right? So that was part of it for me. I had just gotten my MBA the year prior and that was blood, sweat and tears. I was working full time while going to grad school for two years straight, summers year round. And business coaching was very similar to what I went to MBA school for, which was business consulting. I wanted to be a business consultant. Uh, before I realized I could do this on my this whole <laughs> before this whole journey became. And in addition, I had a background in sales. You know, I've worked in sales for years. I attended so many conferences and so many trainings, and I wanted to be able to use my expertise. So that led to business coaching feeling like my comfort zone, right? And then there was another reason. I believed it would be easier to make money. I was selling something that would give someone a more physical ROI, return on their investment, right? I'm teaching people how to make money so I can charge more for that service and feel okay about it. But I want you to understand something. Both of those reasons are ego-based, not just the one that wants more money. Why? The ego is the voice that diverts us from our soul. It's the voice that separates us from other people. And it often goes back and forth between making us feel or want to be superior to others and making us inferior to others. It latches onto our identities. So I was identified with being a businesswoman. That was my identity. That was who I felt I was. I was also identified with being successful, which, you know, I was identified with being wealthy and making money. So when we talk about the ego and how it wants to keep us in our comfort zones, it wants to tie us and keep us tied to our personal identities, our mental structures of who we are. So for one, business coaching for me was latching onto the identity of a businesswoman and success and money. And it was also latching onto the comfort zone, right? It was what I was used to doing. Life coaching was more uncomfortable for me because I had never done that before. I've been doing coaching and sales for years, right? So it was something I could easily latch onto without even realizing it. You know, I was unconscious to these reasons. And when I started my business two years ago, I had none of these intentions. And in fact, I didn't actually start my business two years ago. I started my blog two years ago with no intention of turning it into a business. I wanted to serve people and help people grow their confidence through mindset. It's what I wanted to do. Once I realized I could profit from it and turn it into a career, ego started to take over. It started to grip that wheel a little bit. Let me allow this to make me somebody, says the ego, right? And as I became a coach and started diving into the world of all these other coaches who had big careers and podcasts, I, I started latching onto this idea of how big of a somebody I could become. I'll become a coach, start a podcast, make it big. I'll become super wealthy. I'll be someone. But don't worry, I'll use it all for good to spread positive messages, says the ego. And you better believe I had some guilt, right? Because I knew I had started my business from a very pure place. And would I truly be helping people as a business coach? 
And isn't it wrong to kind of be flashing money around and glamour and all of that like these people are in this in this world I had kind of dove into and I had kind of latched onto these um, the specific group of influencer coaches, podcasters, people, right? And they were very talking about money a lot and teaching about money and and what I learned from them very quickly was the overarching message: it's okay to be a millionaire and drive a fancy car and live in a mansion. In fact, it's good and it should be part of your focus. And everyone should be charging high ticket for their coaching or their services, which means $1,000 and up, even if they're new, right? This was like part of the message I was getting from this group of people. Now, I don't think it's wrong to be a millionaire. Oprah's a millionaire, right? But Oprah isn't on Instagram showing off her G-Wagon if she has one, and I hope she has one. Something wrong with her, even if you know, no, there's nothing wrong with having that. But when you go to, but when you look at her Instagram page, for example, she isn't about that life. She's about service. When you look at her Instagram, you aren't filled with, oh, I need, I need to live a glamorous life, right? You're not led to start seeking that life because she doesn't flaunt it. She's not identified with money and wealth and status. To my knowledge, to my, in my opinion of Oprah, right? I don't know her personally, obviously, but that's the big difference I see. I was becoming identified with money, with the drive for money, with wanting to live this fabulous, glamorous life and show it all off like I saw these other people doing, right? So that people would hire me. And, you know, it's a very ego-driven thing to be focused on that, right? But why can't you do both? Why can't you be wealthy and help people, right? That's kind of what, what the message is from a lot of these influencers. And we can. But which one are we truly, truly, truly focused on? Which one are we about? I thought I was about service, but I wasn't. I was about money and prestige and status and image and but believe me, physical appearance was a big one. <laughs> Let me look on the outside as successful as possible. And this is this is hard to admit, you know, it's it's humbling for me to sit here and say, this is the life I was living. This is the life I was promoting to other people who were following me. That's sad. My first business coach told me to charge $3,500 for six, <laughs> six life coaching one-hour sessions when I was brand new, like I had just become a certified coach. And to her, that was completely normal. She didn't feel wrong about it. She wanted to talk me into feeling good about it. Why? Because she had been indoctrinated into this mindset of teaching people to charge large sums of money, even if they're just starting out. I believe it's because they're trying to convince themselves that it's okay to charge what they're charging. And if you can get someone to charge $3,500 for their coaching, well, then they're going to hire a coach that's charging 10 or 20,000 like these, this woman was, right? So I, I, I have to call this out. I don't judge her. I, I like her, you know? Um, I truly believe that she and, and many of these other people have good intentions, but their ego is in charge. Their ego is getting so inflated with the opportunity to 
be somebody to latch on to this like identity of seeking fame and money and glamour. And it wants more and more and more, and there's just never enough of anything to satisfy the ego. Now, this mindset seems to me to be incredibly prevalent. Every coach I've worked with, and I've, and I've worked with a couple and I've bought courses from a few and, and those type of things, they've all told me to double my prices or more. But it never felt right. It never did. And my clients, like, I, thank God that I never got to that point where I was trying to like sell my clients on charging these rates because I knew they didn't feel right with it either. And I did get swept up in this ego and I was, you know, the ego took the wheel. I was, I was turning into one of these people. But, I, but it never felt right to me to charge that much. It never felt right to me to try and convince my clients to charge that much or to tell them this is how you build a business. But I was trying to fit myself into the minds of these coaches, see? I, I wanted to think like they did because that was how I could become a millionaire very quickly, right? I could become super successful and famous and all these things if I did these things they were doing was what I was thinking. Now, keep in mind, I'm sure there's many coaches out there and even business coaches who aren't focused on money, I know some of them, who aren't focused on money and um, who are not ego-driven, right? I have a couple of friends who are business coaches who are not, are not ego-driven and are not trying to promote, you know, these surface-level things. Um, but there's many who are using spirituality and manifestation as a me, me, me thing, who are teaching... <laughs> teaching these godly principles it's like under the guise of being spiritual but it's actually not spiritual to just be so focused on these things you know and there are people out there who are out to serve and who do want what's best for the collective now, if you've been listening for a while, you might notice I went through a short phase where I talked about business a lot on the podcast, but that fizzled out very quickly because I never wanted this podcast to be about business and strategy, nor my upcoming book, because deep down, I never wanted to be about business, but I was so identified with it. This part of me was trying to make me pick one business or life coaching. Now, I do recommend brand new coaches have a niche. Having a niche is important, but once we get more established and have some credibility, it's not entirely necessary. Plenty of people don't have a specific niche and they have different things they offer. The difference is they're able to, they're, the successful ones are able to clearly articulate why you need their specific offer. So it's not so much having a niche, it's being able to really explain to an audience that once the thing you're selling in a way that allows them to know the value. Anyways, that's getting into the business stuff that I will reserve for my business clients who I absolutely love and who are good hearted people. And the thing is, I think, I think people are good hearted. I do think people are good hearted. I think the ego is the problem. And that's whether someone is chasing success and wealth and fame 
or whether someone is keeping themselves stuck in shitty relationships and unfulfilling lives because they don't feel they're good enough. That's the ego too. Anyways, so I began realizing all of this. I, I realized a lot of this all along, but in the past few months, I was like, fuck. And, you know, <laughs> I, I started realizing too, well, maybe I don't need to be all about business. Maybe I don't need to have a super narrow niche. And to be honest, I've been incredibly turned off by the business coaching world. I, I just didn't want to be identified with it anymore. And I truly didn't feel like it was part of my mission. I think that part of my mission is helping people live a life of passion and purpose and freedom, which you can, which having a business of your own is part of. That's great. But my mission is to help women truly tap into their authentic confidence, not surface level confidence, not feeling successful or liking their outer image or becoming more outgoing, deep, real confidence. I want women to get to know their soul. And how do we do that? Through identifying the deep roots of these identities we carry around. Our perfectionism, our people pleasing, our insecurities, our anxiety, the stories we tell about our lives. Those are all the things we need to get to the root of. And it's all rooted in ego. And then we can release those, right? We can release those identities by increasing our awareness and by other tools that are available to us. And once we release those identities that are causing us to feel anxious and to overthink and to feel sorry for ourselves and stay stuck, we release those, we get in touch with who we truly are, our soul. And our soul doesn't experience jealousy, envy, insecurity, anger, resentment, shame, the desire to be better than other humans. That's all ego. So we shed that. When we shed that, we get in touch with our soul. Our soul isn't sitting around looking in the mirror like I, you know, used to worrying about physical appearance and worrying about all this surface level bullshit. So that's true confidence. And I promise it's a beautiful journey. And it's what allows us to feel inner peace and joy. That is what I'm about. That is my mission. And that's what my new spiritual mentoring program is all about. So I'm working with you for six months with weekly calls. We work on identifying these stories and digging their, digging out their roots, building awareness through mindfulness so we can start to see what's behind our emotions, what ego patterns are at play. We break this down week by week and I, I help you get to your true confidence. So if that calls to you at all, the link is in my bio. We can book a free call or you can go in there and book a free call with me and see if it's a good fit. I'm not charging anything crazy for this. I'm making this super affordable because I, as much as like, this is my full-time income. Like this is my, I quit my job. Like I have nothing else, but I don't feel the need to make these, make a crazy money overnight by charging an amount of money that allows me to either only work with people who are already wealthy, require people to go in debt to work with me, or require them to make huge sacrifices. I don't want to do that. So anyways, what about business coaching? 
because I used to be a business coach. Well, I'm still going to offer business coaching. I love working with my business coaching clients. I have a lot to teach them. I'm still going to launch my masterminds and other business programs. And I, my goal is to have half my clients be business clients and maybe half be people who don't own businesses or who own businesses but are really looking to dive deeper into their soul work, right? But I'm approaching this whole business coaching thing differently. You know, I want to work with women who are soul driven or who want to be who feel like I felt like all the, all the business coaches out there are just promising me bullshit and are like trying to teach. Like I, I was, I always knew, like, I, I felt like whenever I hire a business coach, she's just going to tell me to raise my prices and like do all of that. And I didn't want that. So I'm not going to be that type of coach. I'm going to work with people on releasing their ego mindset work, you know, becoming conscious leaders to teach them the sales and marketing so that they can so that they can run businesses that help others as well so that they can run conscious businesses that help with their services and i believe that's important work and it is part of my mission but right now i'm just not passionate about making sales and marketing a big part of what i talk about like out to the public right I'll teach those things to my business clients, but I don't want to talk about on the podcast or on Instagram. I, I really want to go deeper. I want to talk about consciousness and soul work and unifying and service. How to help the collective consciousness not become separate from it by making ourselves into like little mini celebrities. <laughs> it's so it's really hard to admit when we're wrong, right? but it's incredibly important. And by showing you guys how the ego took over, I hope it helps you to start identifying where this might be happening in your life. It's so it's not always about money or whatever, but it's all about separation. It's the ego is often the voice telling us we aren't good enough to change careers or, or improve our relationships or have healthy relationships or, do like all the things that we feel stuck with all the parts of our life we feel unhappy with there is a story there that doesn't have to be there or sometimes the ego is making us feel superior to people who are money focused holier than thou that's also the ego <laughs> it's separating us from each other it's making us superior or inferior this is a this is an Eckhart Tolle quote Anytime we feel superior or inferior to others, that's the ego. And that's what I find so important to recognize. At our soul level, we are all one. We are all equals. These material things, these titles, these man-made identities, they don't mean shit. And when you start seeing things that way, when you remove your own identities, and see yourself as equal to others, you start removing their identities too. You start to see beyond their egos. And that is magical, indescribable. That's, that's God, right? Connecting us all to each other. That's love. It's truly, truly, truly the best feeling. And when we see past ego, past these roles that people are playing, past seeing the janitor as separate from the CEO, past seeing ourselves as separate from whoever, 
That's what awakening is. It's a rise in our consciousness. Another way to put it is is awareness. It's us being aware of these ego stories. And it's quite possibly the reason that Jesus came to this earth to help us awaken. It might be why we all are on this earth. It might be all of our mission. And each time one of us awakens, it doesn't matter if it's the janitor or the CEO, when someone awakens, we help others just by being more conscious around each other. Because when we are living through our egos, we are triggering each other's egos and seeing each other's egos and becoming one big ego. (laughs) But when we can see past that and see into someone's soul, see them for who they truly are, we help them see into their own soul and, and remove their ego just by being more conscious around them. <sighs> okay, so thank you for listening. If this episode helped you open your eyes to the world around you and see how the ego is driving people to do fucked up shit, you know, and, and see how this see how this plays out in politics, in corporations, in religion, right? If this episode was meaningful to you, take a screenshot, share on Instagram, tag me in it. I deeply want to spread this message and I so appreciate every time you guys help me do that. And if you're feeling extra generous, go ahead and hit the five stars. I love you guys so much and I will see you next week.